What is up? This is Take It or Leave It here in beautiful, chilly Central Florida. Woke up this morning to a rude awakening of about 44 degrees, which if you live in Florida, you know feels different than a northern state's 44. Because you northerners will be like, oh, 44 is not that bad. But Florida's 44 feels rough. Easton, would you agree? I was very, very chilly this morning. Easton is from Wisconsin. That's a cold state. It is. Easton's been in both. And our 44 feels different. Yesterday, wasn't it like 50 or something at night? And we were like, there's no chance it's only 50. Or it's 50. It feels like it's 30. Because I was back home for Christmas, and one of the days was 60 degrees, and I was in jeans and a t-shirt. Yeah. 60 degrees. And last night was 52. And I was... And we're like jeans and a jacket and i was like get home i mean we gotta get home put the heat on yeah we did yeah (laughs) not very high but anyways enough of that uh we've got college football to discuss not a lot no as the season every week dwindles and dwindles and we'll talk more about schedule and see what we're going to do as far as if we're going to continue doing two episodes a week or if we're going to go back down to one once football's over but that aside let's jump into the few bowl games that we got to watch this past week so starting off with minnesota and auburn so this kind of ties into our three b so we will briefly go over our our three b's yeah later we'll just kind of brush through them since we're going to talk about the games now but uh, minnesota took care of business against auburn which was not a shock because the golden gophers have been extremely scrappy this year and and, and I, I don't want to say, I'm not even going to put them in that in that category. They've been a really good football team this year. Yeah. Very good, a lot of good wins. I've liked their their coach has been very very great with them. Yes. Uh is it PJ Fleck? Something like that. Something like yeah, something like that. Fleck. You're you're from you're our northern source. So you, oh. you that, that's on so you. So yeah, I'm right. Yeah. It's Pete don't just don't question it. <laughs> it's PJ Fleck. If it wasn't PJ Fleck, it, it is now. He's he, getting he his, his name. name. His, yes, his I name. I got the inside scoop. He told yes. me already. Okay. So unless his name is PJ Fleck, then he's keeping his name. That's the inside story. He's not changing his name. Yep. Very good. Uh, but no, they played really well. They put on 31 points against that really good defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 31 to 24. Uh, it was a little bit too much for the freshy Bo Nix to handle. But you know what? He is still a really good player, and I'm excited to see him develop over the next two or three years. Um, I think he could be a really good prospect for the NFL in the future. Right now, he's very raw, but um, he's got a lot of talent. So congrats to Minnesota. They get the bowl win. and uh, Really put a name out for themselves this year. Oh, they did. Because they've been a scrappy team in the past. Like yes. that, oh, that, that really, you know, that really scrappy, tough out again or you know big 10 team minnesota yeah and not anymore like this year they are now they're a team yeah. they're a good football team yeah so, so good hopefully for they've got quite a few returners or a good draft class or not draft class i guess uh recruiting class yeah, recruiting yeah. class this year so yeah so uh Luck looks like the man for the job yeah good good i mean just another really good quality team for the big 10 so yeah and big- sorry sorry for you <laughs> Well, yeah, it, it's like kind of sorry for me, but also not because now the Big Ten, Big Ten's like growing in in name. But no help from Michigan here, who played Alabama and got smacked around. That is true. So kind of the debate all year 
Is the SEC better? Is the Big Ten better? The SEC, the SEC might be a little more top-heavy, but the Big Ten is just good throughout. One of those solid teams, Michigan, gets uh, kind of shellacked by Bama. It was a good game through halftime, and then Bama shut them out in the in the entire second half. So yep. they get the 35-16 to 16 win over Michigan. Um, that one was played right here in Orlando, Florida. And we um, didn't go. We didn't. I mean, why? Kind of. Why would we? I guess it would have been fun. Been Either fun way, game. just yeah. go see. If Tua was playing, I probably would have thought, "Hey, we should go." But no, Tua. Kind of just like, eh, you know, Fair there's enough. not really any big. I mean, I guess you could go see Jerry Judy have that 200 yard day. Mm-hmm. So that would have been fun to watch. Um, what were his stats actually? I know he was over 200 Six yards. Two hundred four yards, <laughs> one touchdown. What is the average on that? 20, what? It's maybe even 30 something? Average is 34. Wow. 34 yards per reception. Yep. Um, His long was 85. That's incredible. He probably had a couple longs of right. not 85 maybe, but he probably had a couple 50 yard plus receptions. So. Right. Um, he balled out. Mac Jones played really well, got him the ball. He identified the hot hand and kept feeding him. And uh, Bama gets the win. So I don't know. Najee Harris had a good day on the he, ground. He did have a good day on the ground. 24 carries, 136 yards, and two touchdowns. Yeah, he's a stud. Uh, we've saw, we've seen in the past, I believe it was the LSU game, that he can catch the ball too. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a really nice fade route, I guess you could call it, where he went up for it and brought it down. He's going to be a really good NFL back. We were just talking about this, though. We haven't heard that he's if he's coming out or not yet. He might be a sophomore, though. He's I, a junior. I, he's a junior. Okay, yeah. so you check that. So, yeah, I don't know why he wouldn't come out, but I haven't seen anything about it. So maybe he's either. returning. Um, next up, Oregon. Okay. You, I know this is a sore spot, but we got to do it. It's tough. we got to pull it off like a Band-Aid. Oregon beats Wisconsin, and it's not losing stinks, but... 28 to 27 really stinks. Yeah. That's that's it worse than stinks. That really hurts, especially with Justin Herbert running in all three of their three touchdowns. Three touchdowns. Not even having a good day through the air. I no. mean, 138 yards or something like that, no touchdowns, a pick. Mm-hmm. So you really played well against him. The The difference in this game, and I even said, like, you guys kind of killed them. You guys had almost double the yardage. You had double the time of possession at one point. I don't know mm-hmm. if you ended with that. Um, you you beat them in every phase of the game, except turnovers, where you had. Oh, it was. I want to say four or five four. to one. Four was bad day for turnovers. For yeah. Us. So JT had a really hard time moving the ball. Oregon played the run defense very well. They did. Uh, he fumbled once. Uh, Danny Davis fumbled once. I know your punter uh, dropped or dropped that that punt. Yep. That was rough because that was there's no Body. need for that. It was yep. a fine snap. Yep. He so not the, he didn't drop the punt. I apologize. He dropped the snap. One yep. he was trying to punt. <laughs> so that was rough. Yes, yeah, and someone scoop and scored that. Yeah. That was. I mean, that's yeah. the game right there. If you yeah. just if you just don't drop that snap mm-hmm. and punt the ball away, you know you don't. I mean, I guess you don't know if they're going to go down and score after that. But yeah, I doubt it. Your defense was pretty thing, good. Frustrating thing was how the game ended. Yeah, uh, tell us more about that. There was uh, what it was third down and two, third down. I think it was third down and two, and uh, Oregon's throwing the ball, throws it wide to the flat. The the receiver standing there like yeah. a screen. 
our cornerback is playing probably 10 yards off, 10 yards off, and literally g- comes in five yards, does his breakdown, lets the receiver come to him. Yeah, for Doesn't, the first down, which which the first down ends the game. Yes. So it's not like, oh, I don't want to pursue him because if I miss the tackle, game's over. It's like, no, you either go make that tackle, because if you don't go make the tackle, if you right. wait like he did, game's, game's over, over anyways. Yeah. So go risk it, you know what I mean? Yeah, but like as in, I think I think it was Caesar Williams who was on the coverage, which I don't, I'm not trying to like call him out or anything, but I believe he's a freshman. Um, it's a big stage for a freshman. Right, and that's that's the thing is because it was because of injuries that he had to um, eventually come in. He no, he's a junior. Sorry, Caesar. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But, so big stage for a junior. Yeah, but like, dude, dude, come <laughs> on, man. Like that. That's that's. It's you see the ball. That that's such a long pass, and he didn't have any blockers out there. Yeah. Like, you know, it's it, it was just one of those ISO screen, but just. It was one of those ISO screens that yeah. a lot of teams are doing where they're just getting the ball to their playmaker and with like no one out. They're just trying to go one-on-one like they yeah. did. And get a couple yards. Instead, and it's tough, you know. In that situation, there's so much going through your head. And like like earlier in the game, he did the right thing. You come in five yards, you break down, don't give up the big play. Mm-hmm. But at that point in the game, you got to... You gotta throw everything to win. You see that ball coming, you should be You've gotta in go. There just pursue. You've got to go. Yeah. yeah. And what I didn't like was the scheme to begin with. I don't know if this was him or if this was coaching, but the fact that he was lined up from from the beginning about six, seven yards off the ball. Right. Don't dude, no, we gotta play press. Yeah. It's third and two. You stop them here, you get a chance. Yeah. They get a first down, game's over. Guy, you don't let him run a route, because they should be running it up the middle anyways. Yeah. So press your guy no matter what. And expect that because, because you you as a cornerback that far out on the wide receiver, you're not going to be able to make the stop on a running back going up the middle for two yards. Exactly. That's that's not your job. That's not that's not what you should be watching. Not only that, but playing a cushion like that is basically saying we don't want you to go deep. If if all Oregon needed was a first down and third and two, they go deep and they get it. Kudos to them. Like you just got to give it to them. Play press. Stop the short ball. Try to get the ball back. Yeah. But anyways, so I feel your pain. I was, well, I can't say that. I know it hurts a lot worse for you, but I I even said to, to my family when I was with them, I was watching the game, I was like, oh, Easton. So I can't, I, I know that's tough. But all in all, Whiskey had a fantastic season, 10 wins. So, I mean, that's uh, anytime your team gets 10 wins, it's a very good season. Uh, it's going to be tough, though. You lose JT. Mm-hmm. You do That's more than huge. likely get a chance to see your boy Mertz next year, yeah, so I'm Mertz sure you're excited about very that. nice to see because Jack Cohn, he did okay. He's not it, though. Yeah. And Mertz is four-star or five-star? I thought it was a four-star. Okay, so but that's like the... You guys don't get those. Right. Remember, like You guys were by far... You had the by far the yeah, least. I, I remember. I remember the tweet that I seen. It was like the beginning of the season. Uh, it had to have been like four or five weeks in, and it listed the top fifteen teams in the country at that time, and like everyone had double digit four star, and five star, four and yeah. star five, four and five star recruits, and there was Wisconsin right in the middle with nine total. A four and five, yeah. Nine yeah, I, total I could, four and even five Miami, they even showed just for reference, like Miami, who was mm-hmm. not ranked, terrible team. We had mm-hmm. like thirty something, four and five. Yeah, uh, and we're not even ranked. And you guys are up there with single digits. Yeah, <laughs> nine total. Uh, so it's incredible. You guys have uh, a lot. Is Groshit coming back? Uh, I haven't heard anything about him declaring, so I would hope so. What about he's Fergie? 
uh fergie i thought because he's younger isn't he no no he's older yes okay fergie is a sophomore oh oh so he's younger so he yeah. can't go so yeah you got him back Oof, that's hopefully groshek back get mertz back cephas well we'll talk about that in a second yeah so. he's gone but we do have um we got we got a few running backs that are still back there that'll be all right yeah groshek is a junior i'm hoping he stays to carry the workload because he's a good back yeah i do i he's a bruiser but he also can catch the ball to the backfield mm-hmm. so i like him a lot um Last but not least, as far as those bowl games goes, I honestly didn't get a chance to watch a lot of this game, but I got to see bits and pieces of it as well as I kind of looked at clips of it. Uh, Georgia beats Baylor 26. This is wrong. I think it was 26-14. I have 26-24 written down. Okay, so 26-14. They had a really good game, uh, played well. It was just a solid football game in all because Baylor's a very good football team. Mm -hmm. Held them to 14 points. Offense obviously didn't do a lot, putting up 26, but that's obviously they won the game. Baylor scored all 14 in the third quarter. Oh, really? Yes. So Georgia just kind of called off the horses or called yeah. off the, the troops. Yeah, because they scored 19 points in the first half and scored another touchdown in the third. And then it was all Baylor in the third for 14 points. All Baylor all the time. Nope. Uh, Jake Fromm, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, he had a very good day. 20 of 30, 250 yards, two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So a good uh, kind of last call right yeah, before like, the draft. He is going to the draft. So yeah. hey, I'm I'm, I'm still here. You're right uh, and he was kind of highly touted back. You know, I mean, he went. He took Georgia to the. Uh, he took Georgia to the championship against Bama, and was that two it, years ago? Two years ago, and it looked like they were going to beat Bama until. Uh, I almost said Belichick. Nick Saban brought in Mr. Tua Tagovailoa at halftime, which everyone was like, what are you doing? Putting a freshman in who has not played much this season after Jalen Hurts has done all this for you the past two years. And what they go and beat Georgia. So anyways, all that to say Jake Fromm was highly touted and then kind of hurt himself this year and and a little bit last year with, with, not as I mean, he just couldn't keep up with the other college quarterbacks that are coming out. So right, but good win for Georgia. They finished the season twelve and two, awesome record, and uh, which means they'll also finish fifth in the nation. I don't think they do like an end of the season. Do, do they do one more ranking at the end of season? I don't think they do. I think they wait to start of next year. I think so too, like a preseason ranking. But right, with uh, the new recruits and yeah. Anywho, good for them. Let's move into just a quick little segment. We're going to talk about some of the guys that declared the past couple days for the draft. Um, now that I'm looking at my list, it's only guys from two teams, really. And uh, it's I mean, there's there's more out there, obviously, but we're right. talking about like the big last ones. Last week we talked about Chase Young declaring, obviously, big Joe one. Burrow. Yep. So the um, one everyone's been waiting on, who else? Well, You're we right. just mentioned Jake from. The one everyone's been waiting on is Tua, of course, because there were some rumors the past week that he might stay right for another season, try to go get another title, and he announced today that he is not. He is declared for the NFL draft, and right now, on Todd McShay's big board, so his overall prospects, he's mm-hmm. listed as the number twelve overall prospect, which is you might think shocking because of how good he Mel is. Kuiper. Sorry, yeah, Todd McShay, not Todd McShay, Mel Kiper. Um, they both are draft gurus, but yes, it's Mel Kiper. 
It could be shocking both ways, though, because for one, you'd think, okay, he could te- he could easily be with his talent a top three to five prospect, but that's really high considering his injury. Considering this is an injury that ended a career, you know, and they're saying it's coming along nicely, and he's a lot younger than Bo Jackson was mm-hmm. when he suffered that injury, but. We don't even know what the injury looks like. We don't even know what the time... I mean, Nick Saban said he's not going to be ready. He's not going to be medically cleared by the draft, which doesn't affect him being drafted, but it could. I mean, as far Mm -hmm. as, like, who would take a chance on him. Right. So the fact that he's still the number 12 on the big board for for Mel Kuyper is... is That says a lot about how good Tua is. I really want... I know we don't talk about NFL on, on Mondays. But I'm going to. I want the Dolphins to take a chance on him because you need a quarterback. And we're getting on all these mock drafts where people are looking at defensive backs and linebackers for us. It's like those do not win championships. Yes, they help and they're nice to have, but pass rush, pass protection, and most of all, a good quarterback wins Super Bowls. I, so it's worth the risk, even if he is injury prone and never works out. It is worth the risk for what he could be in the NFL. Mm-hmm. That's all I have to say about Tua. Do you think he made the right decision? Um, I think he did because now there there is the gamble. Whether if he went back to prove he could play in college and wasn't the same Tua. Then hurts he, even it hurts his draft even worse and draft stock even worse. Yeah, right. So now I think this is the smartest decision making a team take the gamble, which a team will. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Go get your money, dude. Yeah, and that's guaranteed rookie contract. You know, that, or especially why, why not? I totally agree because what if he does go back to college and play and gets hurt again, worse or again? Yeah, like go go get your money, dude. That's that's what I think. That's what I would do. And I, think I know it's, it's not all about money, but... Right, and I, I, I feel like the NFL would have better trainers than college. I agree. And college is getting up there as far as you know, facilities and trainers and, and staffs, right. but still, the NFL is a billion-dollar company. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I agree. Um, I guess you could say each NFL team is a billion-dollar company, right. so... Easily. Yeah, the league is a multi-billion-dollar company, of course. So... Next up, uh, so we'll stick to Alabama. The okay. other two two more on our list are from Alabama. Yep. Henry Ruggs and Jerry Judy both coming out. So two of the, what, like four or five receiver. Yeah. I was going to say duo, but that's not correct because that would right. be two. So Waddle, Waddle or whatever. staying and Devonta Smith is staying. I think Waddle is a sophomore, if I'm not mistaken. So I believe he has to stay, whereas Devonta Smith did make the decision to stay because he he could go judy's ranked number third overall in todd mcshay's list really he's third overall on the big board that's impressive on todd mcshay's he is a really good route runner and very fast yeah that's one thing the ball really well we've been talking about all year and that other people have mentioned all year is his route running is impeccable it reminds i mean it, it looks a lot like amari cooper another great bama wide receiver who is mm-hmm. great in the league but just and it's funny because like if you're a good route runner, you don't have to be the fastest. But he's also really fast. So, yeah, I, yeah. Jalen Waddle is a sophomore. Sophomore, okay. Yeah. So he has to stay. Devonte Smith, I believe, is a junior. So he is. Well, he has yeah. to be a junior if he's he going back junior. for another season. So, yeah. 
um, couldn't be a senior and go back unless he had a year of eligibility for a graduate program. Anywho, we'll stop boring you with that. The last two are both from Wisconsin. Yep. So your boy, JT. Yep, Jonathan Taylor. Coming out. He's going to go to the draft, which is funny. And in all the mock drafts I've seen, I've not seen him in the first round. And I don't understand it. I've seen him very low in the first round or supposed to go high, too. Because he's he's ranked number two running back prospect by Mel Kuyper. Behind Dobbins? Um, I believe. Because I see Dobbins in a lot of these Dobbins first round high, mocks. Yeah. But I, which doesn't make, like, I, Dobbins is good. Mm-hmm. And JT, in my opinion, I mean, he's really good, but JT is an animal. Yeah, I think so, too. I don't know. I mean, maybe we're a little biased, but... Yeah. Oh, jinx. Oh, man. <laughs> and last but not least, Quentin Cephas. Yes. Your boy, who I think is going to th- be a steal for somebody. Yeah. I think so, too. I think he's going to be super underrated, and someone's going to nab him. I don't, I don't, it could be even late as fourth or fifth round, and he's. I think he's going to be a stud in the league. I could see him slipping into the second round. Or, or someone taking a chance in the second or third. But I think he's close to a first-round talent, personally, just from what I've watched him play. And I mm-hmm. guess it could be one of those things where I have watched him a bit, quite a bit, just because you watched games. Right. So, you know, it's almost like that, again, bias, you know, because there's a lot of good players. And, and Right. But I just love his – he has that it. He has that, like – Fights for the extra yard every time. Yep. He is very fast. Fights for the ball in the air. Like, you yeah. got Jack Cohen throwing to you, dude. Yeah. You have to fight for each ball in the air. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so he's got size. Mm-hmm. He's got speed. And then he's got that, like I said, that it where he fights for He reminds me a lot of Jarvis Landry where he, he's not a receiver that's going get to get hit and go down. He's going to, it's going to take a couple guys to get him down. He's a really strong player. Uh, he's not ducking out of bounds. He's getting you the extra yard. I like Quentin Cephas a lot. Look for him to be a, like we said, steal in this draft and a really good NFL player. We got anything else we want to go over before we get that money time? I don't believe so. All right. Let's make you guys some money. Well, first, let's recap and see if we made you guys any money last week. Okay. So we're going to do this recap real quick since we already went over the games. We got Oregon versus Wisconsin. Wisconsin was favored by three. We each chose Wisconsin to win and to cover, and that unfortunately did not happen. Neither happened. No. So we lost both of those, so we both start 0-2. So we did not make you any money yet. Yet. Uh, Michigan versus Alabama. Alabama favored by seven. We each chose Alabama to win and to cover, and they did by almost 20 points. So we got two correct there. So we're sitting 50% right now. We made you a little money. Yes. Uh, Minnesota versus Auburn. Auburn favored by seven. We each said Auburn will win, but Minnesota can play, so they will uh, take the points. It'll be a close game, but Minnesota actually ended up winning uh, 31-24. So we got you 50% of that correct. Auburn winning was wrong. Minnesota on the points was correct. So we potentially kept you even. (laughs) Yep. Depending now, if you only bet the line, we're doing pretty good here. It's two out of three. Yeah. But wait, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yes. <laughs> You're welcome. If you bet the line and the straight up winner, sorry. So that moves us totals on the year. We're at eighty-five of one thirty-nine, sixty-one point one percent. I'm hanging on for dear life, people. 
And then I was 83 of 139 at 59.7. I fell back out. Which means we discussed this tonight. I have to pick two for two here to get back in the 60s. Otherwise, I'm I'm staying out. And the drama is going to ensue because we're going to pick tonight. Yeah, let's do it. We're going to pick Clemson LSU game tonight. It will not be played until next Monday. Because if I get one right, that's 50%, which will still pull my percentage down. Yes. So he has to get the Both. winner and the spread right Yep. Jump in order to 60%. jump back in the 60s. I think... Ooh, I'm so stressed. Can you hit the math real quick on if I get everything wrong? Like, if I get everything wrong, what do I look like? Or even half right? Because... I just want to stay 60% as well. If you get both wrong, you're still fine. Okay. That's so, why I have to get both right. Because if I get both right, I'm tied with you. Okay. If you have both wrong. Okay. All right, let's do this. Because I'm still two picks behind you. Let's do this. It's time for three Bs, which is actually going to be another one B. We had one do of those a couple weeks ago. special effect noise? <laughs> Dope. Colin's the best. <laughs> Thanks, Colin. I feel like we're talking to someone. We always look up when yeah, we, why do we when, look like, up? When we're, we're recording this, talking about us? Colin. We're like looking up like he's like God or something, <laughs> like helping her. Anyways. Okay. So we've got Clemson playing LSU. LSU, rightfully so, with just this dominant season they've had, is favored by five and a half points. And this is the CFP National Championship presented by... AT&T. That's not terrible. No. Some of them are really bad. That's not terrible. Right. I'm going to go first because mine doesn't matter. And then the drama begins. I have a feeling here. And I don't know. Oh, my gosh. So what I'm struggling with is this conundrum of LSU has just been the unstoppable force this season. They are so talented they are so high powered they score so quickly and they have really really good players but Clemson just feels like they almost have that Patriots feel right now in college football where somehow some way even if they don't look as good as a team they come out with the win like the Patriots did last year like the Patriots did not do this year (laughs) uh Sorry, we'll talk about that later. ESPN's Football Power Index has Clemson 55.8%. That's where where I want to lean. But it's like my eyes, my college football watching eyes say you have to take LSU this year. They have not let you down this season. They are so dominant. But my football brain, I guess, tells me... Dabo Sweeney is a really good coach. Even though we're not super high on Trevor Lawrence, he's a stud. And their defense is going to be the toughest defense that LSU has seen by Trevor Trevor Lawrence has picked up the ability to run the ball very well. Very well. And he was always a mobile, like, athletic quarterback, but he is really putting the team on his back or on his legs, I guess, the past few games. So, specifically, just for you last listeners, game. if you're curious, the game is in the Mercedes Benz Superdome uh, next week, the 13th, January 13th. That's another thing, is it's really not far from either team. And because that's in Atlanta, I believe. 
the Mercedes Benz Super. Yeah, yeah. Mercedes Benz is in yeah, which is probably about the same distance from South Carolina, South Carolina, and, Louisiana. And Louisiana. I would, well, no, it's probably a longer drive for Louisiana. You think so? I think so. Be, it'd be close. It depends on what part of South Carolina. Yeah, exactly. But it's close. It, it's a tough. It's, it's tickets about the same. are as low as nine hundred and two dollars. We should go. Let's split a ticket, and then we'll just tell them you go in for a little bit, then come out and give me the. See, and I'll come back in. Or we can do the thing where we buy really big pants and a really big shirt, and one of us just sits on the other one's shoulders. Yes. Uh, or, little rascals, as well as Space Jam. Or, think about this. Okay. We buy one ticket, and we wear one shirt and one pair of pants. And say we're si- or twins. Yes. Or the, the conjoined. conjoined twins. Yes. So we are Could that be person. offensive to... Real conjoined twins. I hope not, because We're, it, we got to understand it's nine hundred two dollars. You know, what I just realized what we can't afford splitting nine hundred two dollars. <laughs> yeah, true. We need uh, two more volunteers, please, to be our at least joined quadruplets. <laughs> okay, I'm doing it, dude. Give me Clemson all the way, all the way across the board. Clemson to win. I want Cle- I want Clemson, Clemson to win. Points. Give me okay. Clemson to win. That's that's big talking. I honestly, it's funny because I I. I don't dislike either team, but I'm going to be rooting for LSU, I think, because I really like the Joe Burrow story. I love the story. I love Joe Burrow. I love Ed, Ed Orgeron. Okay. The story on both sides, just Joe Burrow not getting the chance at, at Ohio State, mm-hmm. going to LSU, Ed Orgeron, everybody kind of making fun of the hire because of his demeanor, I guess you could say. You know, the, sure. he's, he's, a, he's a goofy guy. He's kind of a goofy guy. Yeah. So I love the story that they've been this successful, but I also love Dabo Sweeney, and I love... That kind of program. He's a phenomenal head coach. He's terrific. And he's just a good person, too. Yeah. He's a good man. Like, yeah. So I don't necessarily care who wins this game. I'm, I'm going to take Clemson, go out on a limb, but it's, I can't wait to watch this. It's going to be the first time I think I'm watching a college football game where I really don't care who wins. It's just I'm just going to enjoy it. Sorry. Don't be. Thank you. I... Now, this is where the drama happens. It's all on you. Yes. So now I have to make my decision. And I'm going to write my decision in pencil so I can change it later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I only have a pen here in front of me. Both Brits are in ink, locked in Clemson across the board. So my problem here is I really enjoyed watching Trevor Lawrence in their um, semifinal game. Yeah. I've really enjoyed it. But I've also enjoyed watching Clyde Edwards-Hilaire this entire season. He's been exciting. Running back for LSU. Yes. Because, like, of course, Joe Burrow's just doing stupid stuff. So, of course, it's you know, fun to enjoy watching. Very fun play. watching him play. <laughs> and, you know, and the way he utilized so many different receivers last week. Jefferson last week. Yep. And uh, what's his name throughout the, the whole season? Jamar Chase. Yes. Jamar Chase. But... <sighs> I <laughs> I don't want to pick who I want to root for, you know? That's what's tough. But I want to pick who I think is going to win. I really don't know because Clemson, I think, will be probably the toughest defense LSU will have had to have played. No doubt. This entire season. No doubt. And just a little extra, I would have taken LSU in the points no matter what. It was just down to who I thought was going to win, honestly. 
I think this is going to be a close game. I don't think... I don't know. Before we started recording, I literally looked at Britt and said, this could go either either way. This could be a tight game where LSU wins or a tight game where Clemson wins or just a crazy game where LSU pulls away or Clemson pulls away. Anything can literally happen Anything in this can game. Happen. These teams are that talented. Man, and it's such a huge stage and so many emotions go into it to where like, if you do one wrong thing, it could be implanted in your head when you just suck the rest of the game or it could be something that fuels you and you are 10 times better than you've been the entire season like there's so many different variables and factors that go into this that my mind wants to explode right now and that way i don't have to make a pick but But you have to i have to and i don't have to make a pick i have to make both picks and make them both correct now right now (laughs) oh man another thing these are two really confident quarterbacks with some swag both very confident. And Both. The thing is, I I can say right now, I can I can say right now, LSU win and LSU will cover. And I'll be confident. I could say LSU win and Clemson in the points. I'll be confident. I could say Clemson will win and Clemson in the points. And I'll be confident. Is that confidence in the fact that you have zero idea, or is yeah. the confidence okay? It's like eh, that's as good as any other yeah. pick. Whoever I say, that's what's going to happen because I need those two picks. <laughs> but it's re- oh my gosh, this is so difficult. So difficult. Um, Got to do it right now. Right. I'm going to say that the power of Joe Burrow's arm will carry them to a victory. And? But Clemson's defense is so good that he's going to have to barely overcome them. Okay. So shootout or low scoring? I'm assuming shootout. Yeah, shootout. Okay. Sure. Absolutely a shootout. <laughs> Because that's oh. one that's one of the scenarios I don't see happening is like low scoring like, like seventeen fourteen win or ten seven I don't see that yeah. I see like you said it could be a close game or it could be one team pulling away but it's going to be a high scoring game regardless yeah I think so too I right. think all right if I if I get anywhere near the score I get an extra point to get me into that sixty percent okay agreed how how much how much wiggle room do I have on either side. You gotta be. Are you gonna give me the total? I'm, no, I'm gonna give you each score, and I have to be within X amount of points on on each side. Score. You gotta be within three points on each side. Okay. So if I'm picking, I'm writing in ink now. LSU to win. Clemson in the points. So that means LSU has to win by five or less. Yes. And that if yeah, LSU has to win by five or less. And I'm gonna say that this game is going to be 38-33. Okay. 38-33. LSU. Yeah. LSU. Obviously, LSU to win. 38-33. All right. It's an ink. So in that way, if you don't get I'm the points right, if you're close within three points on each side, we'll give you an extra point. Yeah. Which might get you in that 60. Because it'd be two out of three. Do you want to do it? That's kind nope, of fun. Do you want to do that? I'm good. Because I'm I'm gonna be sixty no matter what. <laughs> I'm no, good. no, not not for a point. Just okay. I guess um, final score. I like forty-eight to forty-two. Wow. Clemson. Big, big points. Ninety points to be exact. <laughs> Over under. Wild. Yeah, no, I, I I think it's going to be very reminiscent of the Alabama-Clemson game like four years ago with Deshaun Watson, that, that Deshaun Watson lost. 
if you guys but are it was curious, like, the over-under is 69.5. <laughs> so. Over. I'm taking the over. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. That's all we got. I Shout out to... Over. 3833. You did? Yeah. Shout out to Colin Tall, com. Hooking us up. There's He's no awesome. double dot com. I don't know why I do that every time. Yeah, no dot com, dot com, just one dot com. Yeah. CTAudioDesign.com. Yeah. That's it. Pew, pew, pew. He's the man. You guys are great. That's all we got. You can take it or leave it. We love you. Peace. Take it or leave it.